Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. All right, Annie, I have to ask you a question. You ready for my question? Have you ever had a minimum wage job? Yes. Yes. What was it? I think I talked about this before. I kind of worked in lawn care for a while. That wasn't super on the up and up, but I made a minimum wage there. And then when I was at Georgia Tech, I worked in the the fancy boxes and I stored the food and so much alcohol. Whoa. And then I like got anything people needed and then I cleaned the box and I made sure no one went home. No one drove drunk. Uh, and that was a minimum wage job. Oh, okay. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my first job was a minimum wage job and I was... 14. I think I've talked about this before. <laughs> uh, on the cusp of being 15, I definitely had to have it signed off. And I worked at Dairy Queen. Right. So I was very excited. I've, I've worked a majority of my, you know, life essentially. So I got that. I worked at the Piggly Wiggly. Oh, wow. Yes, I did. And I, I was working there for minimum wage. And then uh-huh. as I was about to quit, because I was going to go cheerlead. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. This is a roller coaster. Uh, so many so many things. They uh, bumped my pay like a dollar 20 to try oh, to keep me cuz I was that good, y'all. That good. That good at the Piggly Wiggly. Just Dang. at the Piggly Wiggly. I was killing it at the Piggly Wiggly. Wow. And then I moved on to doing daycare, which wasn't minimum wage but close to. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, in college I worked at a bookstore and that was minimum oh. wage, but I did it because you got discounts on books. Yes. Yes. And that was the key. But yeah, so if you can't tell, we are talking about the minimum wage. So if you've been watching the news, and like many people in the U.S. have been waiting for someone to do something in regards to the stimulus package. And though there's so many things that are happening with all the details of the package and the continued negotiations between the different parts of the government, the package has passed from the House onto the Senate as of today. So we're, we're still waiting. Mm-hmm. March 4th, 2021. We're putting a date on this because, yes. you know, when this releases, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, and within this this whole large conversation, one thing has been a contentious issue, and that is the raising of the minimum wage or the Raise the Wage Act, which has been introduced before. And as of today, it has been taken out of the package as it has been sent to the Senate for even more negotiations. But we will definitely be seeing more debate over it as officials from Congress like Bernie Sanders and AOC are continuing to fight for it. So you may be asking, why are we talking about this specifically? Well, we've recently covered how the loss of jobs and overall impact of employment has affected mainly women. And no surprise, raising minimum wage would also impact women more as well. Ding, ding, ding. But before we talk about the specifics, we wanted to break down some facts and figures. And y'all... When I say facts and figures, I mean as much information as we could get, but they're Mm. all very contradictory and they're all a little different. It's according to who's saying it or who's showing it or who's doing the study. Just to put that there, that little caveat there as well, but in regards to the minimum wage standards in the U.S. Yes, and I will say I went to college for, uh, among other things, international affairs, and uh, I had to take like macro-microeconomics classes And it really does depend. Like, it is a fiercely, like, economic theoretical thought experiment a lot of times and very political. And depending on, like, what theory you you believe in, it can absolutely uh, get very, very confusing and messy. But, okay, 
So the current federal minimum wage in the U.S. is $7.25, which was raised from $6.55 in 2009. And if you would like a quick calculation of when that was, it was 12 years ago. It feels like much longer, but 12 years. Right. However, at least 29 states have already increased their minimum wage, including Washington, D.C., which raised their minimum wage this year to $15. And for some more examples, Washington State, which has just increased their minimum wage from $12 to $13.50, and states like New York, which are working to increase every year until it hits $15. And it would not be an overnight fix, but a slow increase, as many of the states have done, uh, with it finally hitting the $15 mark by 2025. And also, just a reminder, it calls for an increase for tipped workers as well, who are paid $2.13. Oh, I forgot to... Yeah, I had that job too. For two <laughs> weeks, and then I broke my ankle, and then they oh, never paid right. me, <laughs> and they never fired me. So maybe I'm still working at the Longhorn in Dawsonville, uh, Georgia. Oh, yeah, I guess uh, Orpheus, I was technically making minimum wage, but my tips always were so good that it it didn't. Yeah, it didn't I didn't like think it. about it that way, but yeah. Keep right, going. right, right, right. Yes, yeah, so, so these workers, tipped workers who are paid $2.13, unless they don't meet the minimum wage amount after those tips. Right, so they'll increase it to the actual minimum wage right. because they're required to by law. But some larger corporations have also moved forward with raising minimum wage as well, including Target, Costco, Starbucks, and even Amazon. But don't get us started with all the other issues of these companies. Uh, we'll save those for a different episode. Maybe, yes. if you want <laughs> us to. I mean, of course, big business will less likely be affected in raising the wages for their workers, as many of them specifically, the ones we previously mentioned, are racking up billions of dollars in profits. However, uh, many are arguing that the smaller businesses will be the ones that are affected and may not be able to remain open if wages were increased. But again, there's a lot of back and forth about what those numbers could actually be. Right. Some research says that the private sector could cost over 15,000 jobs, while another study says that it could increase job growth and that past increases of the minimum wage have made no real difference and did not result in job reduction. So to say that the research seems to vary by the people or entities or corporations or whatever are presenting it is uh, not wrong. (laughs) But how does this specifically affect women in the United States? Well, as we talked about previously, a majority of what are considered essential workers, including teachers, caregivers, hospital workers, and service industry workers, are mainly made up of women. And if the minimum wage was increased, it would affect up to 19 million women, which makes up to 60% of the workers affected. And not surprisingly, Black and Latina women make up a majority of those workers. And then when we look at the tipped workers, women make up at least two-thirds of those workers. And again, not surprisingly, Latina women within the tipped workers group make 30% less than white non-Hispanic men and 23% less than white non-Hispanic women. And increasing a minimum wage for them would make a massive difference for these marginalized communities, literally over 30% raise for that community. And that's a significant amount of money. Yes. And not only would it allow for essential workers to have a little more financial freedom, and by the way, we mean just a little because we also know that the cost of living is different for many due to location, family size, or even just overall situation. And the $15 is not a living wage for some. Just that, put that out there. But it would help actually narrow the gender gap as well. The mere ability to bring up the lower paying job as well as tipping jobs would allow for a closure of that gender gap, which has been a giant wage gap, as we know, whether due to the type of job offered or the type of starting pay. 
Yes. Um, and we've done past episodes on that if you want to check those out. Right. Overall, though, we are still seeing, yes, this kind of back and forth with what would help or what may hurt the economy. There are a lot of positives to this whole thing, including that it could pull up to 1.3 million households above the poverty line, can stimulate the economy through increased spending. It could even help with satisfaction and job attainment, which could help individual companies save money as well. Right. And also, uh, we forgot to mention that this would actually help people with disabilities who are in that work field and essential work fields as well, because it would actually be able to close some of the wage gap for them as well. And, and, and we haven't talked about that as specifically, but it is pretty significant. Um, and they are definitely a part of that marginalized communities that are heavily affected and mm-hmm. would be affected if there was an increase in a positive way. But of course, with this being pulled out of the current stimulus packet, there is more work and debate to be had, and it's going to be. Many organizations are still pushing for the Senate to add an amendment or for the VP to use our powers to push the amendment. However, as we know, things are not cut and dry and more complicated than uh, it would seem on the surface. Uh, I know there's a lot of debate about what can be done and what can't be done. We know that even though the Democrats hold a majority, some of the Democrats are opposed to raising mm-hmm. the minimum wage as well. So that does not help <laughs> <laughs> in getting those numbers. Um, and this has been a big conversation. And I know, Annie, you and I are talking about the fact that there's different organizations talking about protesting yeah, and or actually making some kind of action to show that they are overwhelmingly supporting the raise. And according to one study, at least it said, I think over 50%, like 59% of the Republicans who were surveyed actually was in favor of raising mm-hmm. the minimum wage as well. Yeah. It seems to have high public support, pretty high public support. So we shall see. <laughs> we yes. shall see what happens. In the meantime, listeners, please email us any topics you think that we should cover. We always love hearing from you. Our email is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Stuff Mom Never Told You or on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 